Sportsypreneur is a content platform, a collaborative team, and a marketing brand that is all about showcasing leaders and difference makers in and around the world of sports. While we create our own content, we also create content with you. This includes collaborative content and exclusive content for your brand. Think podcasts, blogs, social media, and overall content strategy. Our sports content marketing team is specifically niche for those in the sports industry. That includes sports businesses, athletes, managers, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders in the sports market. The bottom line is we want to help with your sports-related brand, your content marketing, and your story. Connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or find us online at sportsepreneur.com. Sportsepreneur, the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Welcome to Sports Matters, a Sportsepreneur podcast, bringing you real stories and content from the world of sports and entrepreneurship. Because as we say, sports matter. In this episode, SE writer Kimberly Bates and myself, John Priori, have an introspective conversation around Tim Tebow and what his siding with the Jacksonville Jaguars means to the world of sports, entrepreneurship, and those looking to make connections and start their own platform. We hope you enjoy this episode of Sports Matters. We are back with another Sports Matters episode with John Priori and Kimberly Bates. Today, we're talking about the man himself, Tim Tebow. So as people might have known, Tim Tebow recently signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars to play football again. He hasn't played since 2012. And since then, he spent some time with my New York Mets. Never made it to the majors, but bounced around in the minors and obviously felt that that wasn't the right direction. So using his connections with Urban Meyer and in and out of meetings, he landed a job with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, we have time to see if he's going to make it through camps, OTAs, all of that, and what his role will be. But that's where we're at. And Kim and I will have a nice discussion around that. What is up, guys? So I'm not going to lie that Tim Tebow News definitely took me by a bit of surprise. Pretty sure I, the last I heard of him was his Skechers commercial with during the Super Bowl. And I instantly, I thought like, oh, that's weird. Like Tim Tebow is now resulting in doing Skechers commercials with his wife. But yeah, he has yet to sign the contract. It's expected to either be by the end of this week or next week, but it's going to happen at some point. But he's joining old Urban down in Jacksonville. I mean, I have my thoughts on it. John, you have used to your thoughts on it. Everybody has thoughts on this. There have been plenty of current and former NFL NBA, MLB players that have come out and spoken their opinions on it, either on social media or to various news outlets. But yeah, he's switching his baseball cleats now for his football cleats once again. So I'm interested to see how this will play out. I don't even know where to begin with this. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at it from the matter of like sports and business and what people can take from it, the most obvious part is connections, right? So urban and Tim were together in Florida, the University of Florida. They had this great connection. Obviously, they've remained friends for whatever that's been, 15 probably years since then. And that's the easiest way in the door. Tim Tebow lives in Jacksonville. He's close to the facility. He's probably talked to Urban Meyer a lot since then. And the fact of the matter is the Jacksonville Jaguars gave Urban the reins to say, do what you want with the program run it like you would your college program because he said, I'm taking this job and I'm running with this job and everything is going to be kind of under my power. And if you look into it, I know actually I was looking into it. Most of the players, if not all of the players that 
he drafted, he was recruiting out of high school. So you could tell that Urban Meyer is trying to grow this program exactly how he wants it, with the culture that he wants it, with the talent that he wants it, and really the guys that he knows, the guys that he knows would fit his program and all that. So it seems as if that's where Tim Tebow comes into play of Urban has this spot, he knows Tim, he sees him working out, he sees the passion, and Tim Tebow is bringing something to the table that Urban saw would fit the Jacksonville Jaguars. We don't know, again, like what he's going to look like as a tight end. Will he be good? Will he be bad? Who knows? But I would say from what it seems like from the overarching level is, Tim Tebow is bringing something to the table that Urban really wanted, whether that's his motivational speaking for the team, whether it's just having him around a young guy like Trevor Lawrence, or just because he wanted his friend in the building. You know, it's as simple as that. Like Tim Tebow had the connection, Urban makes the calls, and here we are. For sure. I think it's interesting. As soon as I saw that Tim Tebow is signing a tight end contract, I'm like, didn't he get offered or asked to switch positions when he figured out he couldn't play quarterback in the NFL? And he turned down the tight end position back in 2012. And now all of a sudden he thinks he can do it again. So I'm curious to see why he thinks he can do it now, nine years later, and also what Urban thinks he can bring to the field. Because I mean, You can bring him in for his leadership skills. You can bring him in for whatever you want. Regardless, if you plan to give him a roster spot, he still has to win you games. He can't just be there to like show up and have Tebow on the back of his jersey for media attention. I'm sure that's exactly what Urban Meyer wants him to do because in sports, like there's no such thing as bad press. Any press is good press. And that is the most true for a team that is trying so hard to rebuild. They won one whole game last season. Urban is fresh out of retirement. He faced a ton of backlash for bringing on former Iowa strength and conditioning head coach, Chris Doyle. Doyle then resigned just days after being brought on because he couldn't handle the negativity and all the backlash and didn't want to bring it to Jacksonville. And so I'm curious to see what Urban truly thinks he's doing other than causing a ruckus in the media firestorm, because that's exactly what I see. Like there's no need for us to even be talking about this right now or news outlets to be talking about or anything because he's just going to training camp. Like there are 90 roster positions and only 53 men are going to take those roster positions after training camp. Tim Tebow, like there's a 90% chance he is going to get cut from the roster. Are there 33 year olds who are playing football? Absolutely. There's plenty of them and they do a damn good job doing it. They haven't had nine years off of the game in a professional league, switching sports, what have you, and coming back and thinking that you can play a whole new position that you haven't played ever. You didn't play it in high school. You didn't play it in college. You turned it down when you got offered to play it in the big leagues. So this purely, I personally think is just a PR stunt or a PR stunt. I think it's just to bring attention to the team as if they didn't just draft Trevor Lawrence as the number one overall pick. I don't know what he's thinking, what Urban Meyer has going on in his head. I think it's unfortunate because it takes attention away from this rising rookie quarterback who was a Heisman finalist and probably arguably one of the best college quarterbacks that the NCAA has ever seen and that Jacksonville will probably ever see in their time. And it's the Tim Tebow effect, you know, like he had it in New York. They thought they had it in Denver when they first drafted him. And then he had it even with baseball. He's had it with the Mets. Like, I don't know who in the Mets system, that's a whole other story that we'll get into, who in the Mets system thought that they would want to hire Tim Tebow and sign him to a minor league contract. Yeah, I will say from that standpoint, I'm a like a diehard Met fan. So I, right. I, especially a few years ago, I would watch almost every game. 
they were bad. When Tim Tebow was on the Mets, they were bad. And he, I mean, he never fully made the Mets, but you'd walk around town and you'd see number 15 Met jerseys. And I would think it Tim Tebow, yeah, a regular player, but it was Tim Tebow. But I was shocked that all of those years that the Mets, knowing the Mets as an organization, like typically they haven't been that stand-up of an organization, like many scandals and the Madoffs and all these things going on. I was shocked Absolutely. that they never brought Tim Tebow up to the majors in those tanking years at the end of the season. Absolutely shocked. Like, I guess they really were trying to let him live out his dream of trying to make it up the roster and all that. He got all the way up to AAA. Like, when he came to Charlotte to play the Knights, he was there. He didn't play much of that series. Like, he might have played three innings, but that was the most packed the Knights have ever been at those games. And I was at all of them. Like, he was a very stand up guy, it seemed like, like signing autographs for all the kids two hours before the game, doing all that. But he never made it out. And for the Mets to look at it like it was a PR stunt or all that, they didn't do a great job of it. <laughs> they might have sold some jerseys. They might have done all that, but it didn't work out that well. And the same when you saw him with the Jets, like he was a punt protector and a pretty bad one at that from on the field. He was bad. Like he was getting run over left and right. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was horrible to watch. So I would think really the only thing that adds up here is the connection standpoint and the fact that Urban does, he does have a history. He does have all this of liking to make a splash. He likes to ruffle some feathers. He likes to be in the news and he wants to run this whole thing. But I think they're also like not trying to get too deep into all of this, but obviously Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, all of them come from Clemson, which is a big Christian back school with Davo Sweeney and all that. So that's also where he could probably see that fit of, hey, play this mentorship role, but also there's a different level to just that because he would have brought him on as a mentor or a coach or something along those lines rather than a tight end. <laughs> so I think Tim Tebow might even, you don't even know, like he might just in his head think he can do it. He always thought he could play baseball. He thought he could do all these things and maybe he truly thinks he could be like the next guy who comes out at 33 and he's in great shape. You see pictures of him with the shirt off and all that. Like he must have wowed him at the workout, but we just don't know until we see it. Like I said, I would be, I don't know if he's going to make the roster. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to camp, gets cut and gets in a different role. Like you see that a lot of times. Yeah, there's a lot to dissect with it. But I think at the end of it, it's interesting because Tim T was doing so much off the outside of the field, whatever field he's on, whether it's a baseball diamond or a football field or whatever, that it's surprising that he's taking this on if he doesn't actually think he's going to do it because he's speaking all the time. He's on college game days. He's on like, he's an analyst doing like different QB schools and all these different things. Like it would be surprising for him to take this on if he wasn't serious about it, unless there was something underlying there, right? So there's a lot going on to dissect there, but yeah. I think it'll be hard for him too. If, I mean, even in the training camp, he's going to be working out and training with guys who only know him from his documentaries and his autobiography books, and they only know him from being an analyst on TV. Like, I mean, he wasn't even a football great for them to really look up to. I mean, it's not like it was young Tom Brady who took nine years off and all of a sudden Tom Brady's coming back, like still having the same record. It's Tim Tebow who won the Heisman in 2007 and flopped in the NFL. That's kind of coming full circle because the Jags were supposed to take him in the first round. I think he was supposed to be a sixth round pick for the Jags in 2010, but they didn't take him and he ended up being a 25th pick, but it is cool to see it come full circle with like, it's all about who, you know, it's building your connections and keeping your connections close. And 
like never knowing where your life's going to take you, like keeping those people close because you don't know who you're going to need later in life. But I don't think Urban Meyer needs Tim Tebow, but I think Tim Tebow needs Urban Meyer because I think this is a reason for Tim Tebow to stay relevant because I don't think of him as an NFL player at all. I think of him as a personality. And I grew up in the era where he was supposed to be an NFL great and he wasn't. There's a lot to unpack. And I mean, nobody has the answer. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And I, I don't know. You can dig into like, oh, he's taking a roster spot of a guy who didn't get drafted. He's a free agent and it's like of a 22-year-old. But I don't even want to dive into that. I want to dive into like, what about all the attention of the young talent that is on the team that Tim Tebow is going to take away from just because of his jersey? It's crazy. It sounds like I don't like the guy and it's not that at all. It's just, I just think this is a crazy, crazy stunt that they're pulling. Yeah, I think that's why it's hard to fully understand at this moment. And really a lot of it is we'll have to let it play out because you look at it from the standpoint of what he's doing. Like you go to his YouTube channel and he's got hundreds of thousands of views on all of his speeches. You turn on the TV and he's there as well. Like he's got all these... It's what we talked about on our last episode of an athlete created content. Tim Tebow is doing that. Everyone knows Tim Tebow. Everyone knows what he does. Everyone well knows Tim Tebow. There's a great chance that this is him masterminding a whole nother audience of Jaguar fans, of these younger athletes to get them involved with him later in life or just whenever they're throughout their careers, urban and getting in touch with Ohio State fans, right? Like all these different areas of just at the end of the day, it's Tim Tebow creating content, which he's been doing on and off the field or whatever he's been. And now trying to continue to expand his audience. There's a good chance he's doing that and also just bringing what he is because you could look at the good. This is kind of like the yin and the yang with all of that. Yes, he might be taking some of the attention and all this away from the young stars and all that. But all these young stars and young talents are also trying to tell their story, get more into business side of things, get more into content creation. So you would hope he's going to help them do a lot of that stuff too. Again, we don't know, but maybe he has that touch. Maybe that's where Urban sees it too. I don't know. But I would like to think if he's going to be around these people, he's going to bread what he's learned so far. He's obviously not done great on the field. So he can at least share what he's done off the field to have his name still relevant because it's kind of incredible that he still is relevant after all these bad stunts on the, since on the field. Like There is something to be said about that of what he's doing off the field. But with that said, at the end of the day, he's a tight end for the Jacksonville. So. Absolutely. And I mean, shifting back to even Urban Meyer, I think it shows how much of a powerhouse of a guy he is. I mean you go into retirement from college football and all of a sudden you're like, mm, let's try the NFL. You come out of it and pick up coaching at arguably the worst NFL team nearly in history. And you get stuff done. I mean, you bring in a very controversial, like I said, a strength and conditioning coach, granted it didn't last. And then like you bring in Tim Tebow, despite all the backlash, he's going through with this. And it just kind of shows like Urban Meyer truly knows what he's doing. He has complete control over the personnel he brings into the building. And I think as long as it turns into, and I mean, coincides with the partnership that is the business side of the NFL, I think it could work so long as Tim Tebow can play. I think Urban is very assertive. He's very dominant in what he wants and he will not budge. I mean, I can take a life lesson from that. Like, no, I'm going to do this and you are either going to come with me and do it or you're not going to be part of it at all. And I think that's why 
Tim and Urban have stayed so close for so long because they are both like that. As Tim fell through the cracks of the NFL, like like you said, he went through with content creation and book writing and sports analyzing, and then he decided to pick up minor league baseball, and then he retired from it, and then he's like, no, let's give the NFL another shot. Like, why not? There are lessons to take from this, and it is, I hate to say it, but inspiring almost because it's like, hey, if something doesn't work out, give it another nine years. You might want to try it again. Who knows? I mean, put that on a poster and hang it up on my wall. I'll use it as a motivational quote. Right. On the flip side of that, like not just anyone can do that, really. Like, no. If Tim Tebow failed on, it was the Broncos, then he went to the Jets and the Patriots and like two other teams and never made it out of camp. If he just did what most athletes did and just left everything alone and didn't keep up these relationships, he wouldn't be here today. Like, he wouldn't be a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars if he just did what most athletes did, which is why it's like you can hate him, but he's still here and he's still going to be here no matter what. There's a lot to be said about that, good or bad. There's a lot to be said. Right. (laughs) And it's not even that not everybody could do this, but Tim Tebow couldn't do this with with anybody else but Urban Meyer. So, like, it's kind of like everything just kind of aligned in the right way Mm -hmm. where. Granted, I don't know any NFL coaches personally, but I don't know a single NFL coach that would willingly take on Tim Tebow nine years out of retirement and give him another shot if it were not Urban Myers. I don't think anybody would even think about it. I think they'd laugh at the idea. It's kind of like you have very successful athletes that can follow through with switching sports. You know, you've got Jim Thorpe, you've got Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. Like you have so many great examples of people who can switch sides. I don't think this is one of them, but I think as a partnership deal, I think it will be one of them. Personally, I am skeptical of this and I, it's justified. I mean, I think, I don't think anybody's skeptics are unwarranted at this point, but I'm very entertained and I'm curious to see how this plans out. And again, go back to my original point. This is exactly what Urban Meyer wanted and it's coming through. Yeah. So what are you, I mean, obviously you're specifically pretty passionate about this this subject as a whole. So what are you looking at as we come through the next few months? Because OTAs, off-season workouts, the preseason, all that's coming up pretty quickly. So what are you really looking to see from Tim Tebow in this whole situation? My God, I hope his catching game is better than his passing game. (laughs) I hope he can experience what it's like to be a receiving end Mm -hmm. of a good passer. Because I mean, I'm not going to lie. Tim Tebow, his passing technique, his whole quarterback mechanics were just wrong. Oh, it drove me crazy watching it. (laughs) It was crazy. He can't handle a spread offense. Like he had a hard time finding who to even pass the ball to. Past receivers would come out and said like, he would stare you down like he was throwing the ball to you and he wouldn't throw the ball to you. And so it's hard to know. And like, you need to know if the ball is coming to you. And so I think it'll be interesting and maybe a really good kind of humbling moment for Tebow because I'm sure he doesn't think he did anything wrong in the NFL. I'm sure he just thought, oh, it just wasn't for me at the time. But I'm curious to see him on the receiving end of the passes to see how exactly his thought process from 2012 and prior worked out. Because yeah, watching his tapes, watching his reels and everything was, it gave me secondhand embarrassment almost. And it was shocking that the man ever earned a Heisman in general or a first-run NFL draft pick. And so I'm curious to see if he is better. And like, what if he would have switched to tight end 10 years ago? Would we know Tim Tebow now as we do now? 
or would he still be in the game? Would he be George Kittle 10 years later? Nobody knows. And so maybe this is a good moment to kind of see. And it's also, it's great because it kind of shows how the game is changing. This is a whole new league that Tim Tebow has not played in yet. Like a whole new workout method, diet plan, everything. These guys are huge. Not saying Tim Tebow can't handle it, but they're going to eat him alive out there. And it's cool because it's like, hey, maybe you can come out of retirement and be successful in the NFL because that'd be cool. The NFL is along with the MLB. Like they are some of the most traditionalist leagues out there that will not change a single thing. But finally, we're starting to see these little things that are happening that make us think, well, maybe innovation is going in the right direction and not just for the league itself, but for the fans and for the economy. I mean, think about the ticket sales and jersey sales and everything that's going to skyrocket. I mean, on that note, like the Jaguars are obviously one of the main teams that are talking about relocation, especially to London. Yep. Maybe yep. this is a last ditch effort to say, hey, maybe Tim Tebow can bring a lot of fans to Jacksonville and we can keep them here. Right. I see it going one of two ways. One, I think Tim Tebow is a very smart guy, obviously, for him to still be relevant this long without having a successful sports career. <laughs> like in the game of sports, he hasn't been successful. So I see him either one, you would hope he figured out how to block and catch and all that because he didn't figure that out with the Jets. But that will give him the benefit of the doubt because that was nine years ago at this point. So either he hired some incredible trainers and figured out how to do it. Maybe he's talking to Antonio Gates or someone like that. Like While Gronk was down in Tampa celebrating, maybe he, they're working out together. Who knows? So I would hope he either really worked on his game and knows what he's getting himself into or he gets into training camp figures out he can't and then either takes on another role or just goes back to retirement life where he's creating content because we talk about it in business a lot like creating raving fans tim tebow has raving fans like we just talked about you'll see many many jaguars tim tebow fans if he makes the team regardless of if you're a jaguars fan or not just because you're a fan of tim tebow so either he realizes that or he takes a step back and says i'm not even gonna let you make the decision I'm cutting ties with this. I'm going to go back to what I'm doing or maybe step into a mentorship role. So that's where I see it going. But again, only time will tell. It sure is an interesting topic and it really could be nothing. I mean, I'm not saying it's nothing, but if it weren't Tim Tebow, it really is like just some 33-year-old signing a tight end deal and we'll see if he can make it or not. But again, the fact that it's him, it makes it something. But it could be as little as, hey, this isn't even a topic three months from now because he's out and he never made the team and now he's back to what he's doing. So there's a good chance of that. But yeah, there's a lot to be said all around from the matter of Urban Meyer to Tim Tebow to loyalty and connections and then also developing talent. Like at the end of the day, the only way he's going to, no matter who he knows and what connections, the only way he's going to stay on that field is if he's talented as a tight end. No matter how much Urban loves him, he's going to pull him off the field if he drops five passes in a game and gets run over and Trevor Lawrence gets sacked three times because of Tim Tebow. Like, there's always so much you can protect that. My God. I wanted it to be Trevor Lawrence's team. And I swear to God, if Tim Tebow makes it Tim Tebow's team, it's not going to end well, that's for sure. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we'll find out, but there sure is a lot of storylines in Jacksonville, which isn't typically a thing. They're usually not talked about. They're usually just kind of coasting with the times. So again, you bring a guy like Urban Meyer in, you give him free reign, he's going to create some headlines. And that's what he's doing. So we'll see how they all play out. 
Anything you want to add on this front or you want to talk about? No, I think I said my piece. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. And we'll of course keep this one updated as we go, but maybe not because maybe it won't be a storyline three months from now. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. One of my favorite things about our Sportsypreneur content platform is the opportunity to chat with amazing people in and around the world of sports. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you want to connect more, hit us up on Instagram at sportsepreneur. Thank you for listening to this CadSource production, the Sports Epreneur podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Mm-hmm.